Welcome to Ball vs. Life, a podcast where your hosts, JC and Jack, discuss NorCal vs. SoCal perspectives, the Bay vs. LA. Thanks for tuning in. Let's roll. BVL Ball vs. Life is here, and I am Jack. I got my homeboy on the other mic, JC. What's up? What's up? Welcome back. Hey, man. Yeah, I, I'm. I think uh, throughout this this playoff series, the the Grizzlies and the Warriors, sometimes I try to lay back because I know you're like super charged up, and I just don't want to <laughs> egg on anything. So Bro. we haven't recorded since game one. <laughs> Bro, you know me well, man. Like I get I locked do. in uh, when this series end. I'll tell you this, man. Like this series has been one of the most competitive, fiery, controversial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Insert keyword here mm. uh playoff matchups that the warriors have had in years i mean, actually we haven't played in a couple of years in the playoffs but i'm just saying like in, in recent history so it's a lot to unpack man really really intense series you know in many ways i look at this series kind of like the older ge- millennial generation versus gen z <laughs> ah. <laughs> right it feels like that classic battle you know of like two different kind of generations of how they approach the game <laughs> you know like it just feels that way for some reason so it's the, like a clash. the present versus the future or the past versus the future Depends i don't know man <laughs> i guess it, it, you know that's yet to be seen how it plays out right exactly exactly um, but it does it does feel like um the the yeah the the, the present versus um wait what am i what did you just say the <laughs> present like, versus the future or the past versus the future so it depends oh, are the gosh, warriors the present or are they still the present, or are they now the past? Ooh, that's but, a good one, actually. You know what? That's food for thought, right there. <laughs> bro, that might be a, that. That might be a pod, pod title, bro. That I might know. Be a pod title. <laughs> but, but definitely, yeah. the the Grizz are the future, though, for sure. Oh yeah, man. For sure. They, I mean, this this season is at least the regular season. They really, really showed out. I mean, with Ja, without Ja, yeah. That 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 squad, they're coming, man. They really. Mm-hmm came through and there was a really really big challenge for the the warriors and mm-hmm. i don't know man like I, I i miss this sort of intensity you know, know. like sitting on the sidelines the past mm-hmm. couple of years watching like all of these you know hectic matchups in the playoffs like i was just i don't know i didn't care i mean yeah real yeah. talk i didn't care so mm-hmm. just to be back in the mix i don't know man mm-hmm. it's a good feeling it's 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 so different to be invested you know, like like fully invested. <laughs> I mean, obviously, being a Laker fan, I'm I'm not in the playoffs this year. We're not in the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. However, you want to put it. So, as much as I enjoy watching basketball, no matter what, it's not the same when you don't have a personal investment in terms of rooting for a particular team in the playoffs, and it just sucks. It, especially if you're used to being there, right? Uh, it sucks. <laughs> There's no uh, doubt about that. I mean, the highs aren't as high, but the lows aren't as low. Cause after yeah. the Warriors got you know whoop that trick you know in one of the games i was i was in i was in a very dark place man but then you know if things got a little bit better then things are are a little high but um but yeah man uh what a series man what a series so let's just recap right so the Mm -hmm. last time we recorded we actually recorded after game one a thriller right dre Mm -hmm. got kicked out of the game and it was it was touch and go till the end. And Ja missed a game-winning layup that mm-hmm, could have mm-hmm. put them 
in the in the series kind of stronghold, but they mm-hmm. lost game one. So the Warriors mm-hmm. stole home court advantage right away. Very, yeah. very tough to come back when you lose the first game like that, especially with Drake going down. For yeah. the Grizz, honestly, I thought they lost the series there. I know, I know, like the series played out how it was, but mm-hmm. to lose game one and lose home court right away to an experienced Warriors team, and not only mm-hmm. that, is they had a key pivotal moment with Drake going out. You just mm-hmm. can't lose that game. Like in yeah. retrospect, looking at it, you can't lose a game like that with a key defensive anchor and catalyst for the Warriors being out for most of the game. Mm-hmm. You just mm-hmm. can't lose that game, bro. You can't, dude. In a exactly. series that is going to be literally thin by the margins. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've, we've seen a lot of playoff matchups. And, you know, every time there's – every run, if a team is going to make it uh, all the way, they need mm-hmm. to capitalize on those types mm-hmm. of situations, like those types of quote-unquote breaks, right? Mm-hmm. And Memphis didn't capitalize on that break. And, it, yeah. you know, they lost home court. And I felt yeah. like that actually kind of, you know, set the tone for the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. You know, losing that game, I felt like really – added to the level of desperation that they had for game yeah. two and you know mm-hmm. i know the last time we recorded was right after game one so there's a lot of shit that happened after yeah. that game yeah. one game two started off super super intense man i felt yeah. like memphis was like dude we can't we can't lose we can't drop two games at home because no. if we drop two games at home they're it's done. game over they're, they're exactly done. right and then they started that game with a flurry dude they were like yeah. They were trying to put their mark on it. And they were, dude, they were trying to rough us up, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, uh, you know, they were hyper aggressive at the start of game two to the po- both on the offensive and defensive side. And I feel like, um, you know, it came at uh, fruition when Dylan Brooks uh, caught GP2 on that, uh, that fast break layup. Like, Dylan Brooks yeah. was probably thinking, like, I mean... Mm-hmm. No layups, right? Yep. To the point where it was bang bang, and he clubs him in the Ooh, head. Yeah. Uh, effectively, you know, knocking out our top perimeter defender on Ja mm-hmm. uh, at that point in time. Uh, you know, GP two lands on his on his uh, left arm elbow, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, at that point in time, he shoots the free throws, and you're just like, is he cool? But then eventually, mm-hmm. they usher him out. And then he ends up with a, a fractured elbow. And Ugh. at that point, I'm like, man. You were pissed, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was pissed because GP2 was going to be our primary defender against Ja, who, you know, pretty much was eating us up in, in game one. And then in game two, eventually he was, yeah, I mean, he's homeboy scored 47 points. So yeah. that completely shifts the balance in, in our, um, you know, for our particular rotation. So what did you think of the play, bro? I mean, as a basketball player, rec league player, it, it's, you know, like I know uh, Steve Kerr used the, what did he say? Um, it the was, code. Uh, the code, right? Yeah, I mean, I get the code thing because when you play ball just in general and you've played ball for a certain amount of time, you just know what's, what's kosher and what's not. Mm-hmm. Like you just know when you're playing what not to do to injure somebody. And yes, stuff happens. It's a, it's a obviously a contact sport, so mm. sometimes accidents happen. But, I mean, to club someone in the back of the head, and I get it. I get the playoffs is no easy layups. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, he's going full speed and he whacked his head. Uh, I do agree with some of the takes afterwards in terms of, like, Charles Barkley saying, like, well, GP2 didn't learn how to fall. Like, you don't... When you play, and, and it's a natural reaction, right? But you don't 
usually when you fall, you don't try to break your your fall. It's natural to use your hands, but mm. that's how people mess up their arms and stuff like that. Mm. You want to slide, which you can see a lot of the vets, they do that, right? When mm -hmm. they fall, they slide, right? Mm -hmm. But I think, again, it's bang, bang. He was trying to like prevent himself from getting hurt and he mm -hmm. landed his arm. I think if he didn't land on his arm, he would have been hurt, but I don't think he would be out this long. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was, it was a dirty play, man. Like that's just, <laughs> you don't whack somebody full speed. I mean, you know, like I get the angle of it at that point, it was already over. You know, he wasn't going to get a block. He could have at least tried to hold him up if anything, yeah. you know, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously I'm a biased warrior fan mm -hmm. here, but like, dude, if you really think about it objectively, if someone did that played anybody, right, mm -hmm. you know, in in our rec run, Saturday yeah. morning, whatever, rec run, dude, everybody at the gym would be like, yo, that's messed up, man. Like, you can't do that. Like, mm -hmm. I get, you know, trying to not give up an an, an easy make, but like the, I mean that. that that was a bucket already, dude. And exactly, people were trying to say whether or not he made a play on the ball or not. I honestly think that he didn't make a play. Mm -hmm. He didn't have a realistic play on the ball. Like you can all, you can always say that you can make a play on the ball, but the reality is, like he did. He mm -hmm. he winded up. He clubbed yep. someone in the air, uh, on the head, mm -hmm. and you know what I mean. And that's just you know that's just a basketball no no. So I mean uh, it's it's a basketball no no to push or hit somebody in the air yeah exactly. because you have no control like once you're in the air you have no control and look i mean i know we don't have the craziest hop so maybe it mm -hmm. doesn't impact us as much but these guys are the most supreme athletes man they're jumping like their verts are like freaking 40 inches or whatever exactly so yeah if you hit them in the air they're coming down yeah and when you come down the floor is unforgiving exactly. Um, exactly i do actually have a story bro mm -hmm. <laughs> speaking of dylan brooks i think i i kind of hinted the last episode um <laughs> at so I kind of had like, again, it wasn't as bad as Dylan Brooks, mm -hmm. but in terms of the code, all right? So last run I had, maybe it was like three or four weeks ago, mm -hmm. um, there was a guy that was guarding. <laughs> this dude was repping a gold chain. And I knew this guy was trouble right away. I'm like, who the <laughs> hell wears a gold chain to have a regular run, right? Yeah. A regular rec run. Just wearing a gold chain. I'm like, all right, this guy's going to be cocky for sure. <laughs> so the first play, he gets the ball. I can tell he's aggressive, which is cool. I'm all good with people being aggressive, you know? Yeah. That's your style. But he takes the ball. He's, he's posting me up. He's driving, right? Mm -hmm. And he takes his arm. You know, sometimes you use the off arm to push off a little bit. And I yeah. get that, right? People train, create teach some that space. in basketball sometimes, create mm -hmm. some space. Mm -hmm. But he goes high with his arm, dude. He goes high. Ooh, and he clips me on the chest and my chin. Oh. Right? And I was like, that's too high. You yeah. know? Stomach, all good, right? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I get that kind of like push off a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. but you don't go high with your arm. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, after that first play, you know, he, he, he scored the basket and he called N1, all right? And he did the whole N1 and he looked at me. <laughs> and look, I'm older now, right? Maybe mm -hmm. in my younger days, you, you kind of know me. I, I'm, I can be pretty hot tempered. Mm -hmm. I was just kind of like, I looked at him and I was like, are you serious? You know, in, in, in a more calm way. I was like, are you serious? Mm -hmm. you, you call me at one on that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I didn't even foul you. Mm -hmm. uh, and he, he just he just looked at me and he kind of like did his whole like cocky thing and just ran back. And I was like, whatever, man. So second play, he gets the ball again because he's feeling confident, right? Mm -hmm. He uses his off arm again, but he doesn't go high this time. He pushes me off though. Mm -hmm. So I tell him going down. He didn't score the basket this time. Mm -hmm. I tell him going down. I was like, don't use your off arm. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I didn't use my off arm. And I was like, yeah, you did. You know, don't use your off arm mm -hmm. more in a stern way. And 
I have the ball this time. I, I drive, okay? I just do a normal drive. I'm mm-hmm. not, like, driving into him. He takes both arms, and he just whacks me, dude. He just literally pushes Ooh. me with all his might. And I obviously, I was just, like, I stopped because, I, you know, he pushed me hard enough for me to lose my balance. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, dribbled the ball to the, I just kind of threw the ball down to the, uh, the stanchion. I was like, foul, right? Mm-hmm. And I had that moment, bro. I had that moment. I was triggered inside, and I was about to go at this guy in terms of, like, saying something to him. Like, don't do that, dude. I'm not here to get hurt. You know, not in a fight way. Just be like, don't do that stuff to me, you know? But I kind of calmed down a bit, and I was just like, I just called a foul, and I realized, you know what? I'm This kid obviously has more going on. He's pulling a Dylan Brooks right now, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm not about that, you know? I'm not going to get in back and forth and get hurt mm-hmm. because as an older guy, man, I'm, I'm here to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm here to have fun and not get hurt. So the rest of the game, I just didn't get into it. He was trying to draw contact, and I just didn't give it to him. It was mm. funny watching him try to get it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, dude, that's my Dylan Brooks story. And I was like, dude, it's the code, man. You just don't do that, man. Just don't do it. Yeah, this is a lot of the younger generation mm-hmm. right now. I hate to be that that OG mm-hmm. that kind of calls them out here. But it's just like mm-hmm. they're always looking to get that highlight, get that, yeah. you know, get that little that little flex on people, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just kind of like, I mean, I mean, it started like what you said, right? He, he's homeboy coming through with a gold chain. Like, bro, you're going to mm-hmm. get sweat all over that. They like, yeah. they ain't no, ain't no girls out here. Like, you know what exactly. I mean? Like, we <laughs> trying to impress, like, you know what I mean? Like, who cares if you, you try to puck someone like, uh, I don't know, man. Like, you know, and I kind of felt that there was like a similar vibe with like with the Grizz, right? Like yeah. it, I, maybe it is a generational thing. Like it's there's just this, I don't know. There's this swagger which is important, right? You got to be confident mm-hmm. when you're playing out there. You gotta you gotta feel good about yourself. But then there, there's a little bit of a line, right, in terms of what what's a little od uh, mm-hmm. in terms of at least our standards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, you saw it with the. Uh, I don't know. This, you know, whatever weekend warrior. Maybe it's, maybe it's that that new kids on the block kind of thing that you're trying to carve your space. So they're like overcompensating. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like as an OG, it's kind of like you had to earn your right to yeah. kind of talk talk yeah. crap. Like I think there was a I don't know. It was earlier in the season where Cameron Payne was mm. playing the Lakers. Like the Suns were playing the Lakers, and Cameron Payne was talking crap. And then yeah. I think this went viral. Like LeBron James basically said in so many words, like you know, know your place. Yeah. You know. Um, look, you know, who are you to talk crap at this yeah, point? You yeah, know, exactly. like, and what's funny is Cameron Payne wasn't even in the rotation in the last series, like not truly in the rotation. Right. So it's kind of like, Hey, you, you know, you shouldn't be talking yet. Exactly. You got to prove yourself first. You know, exactly. there's longevity in a career exactly. um, before you, you, you say you are here. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I think there is that clash a little bit, a generational clash, um, that I don't know. The, the, these young kids, man, they don't, they give zero Fs, dude. Yeah. They really don't. <laughs> And you saw that, you know, with, you know, homeboy, that, you know, forearm shiver homeboy, and then D- yeah. Dylan Brooks, because, like, Dylan Brooks. I talked to him afterwards, too. Mm-hmm. You know, being the older head, mm-hmm. I was just like, you know, he was standing next to me after the run, and, you know, we, we dapped up afterwards. We mm-hmm. won. Obviously, my team won, so I was mm-hmm. like, dude, all that, you guys couldn't even win? But at the same time, you know, like, I'm not looking to start anything, and he kind of just started coming. He was like, I didn't push off. I was like, honestly, you did. You know, like, mm. I wouldn't be talking to you if you did. Like, I'm not the type of person that's going to, like, 
create something out of nothing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, he was just stubborn about it. I was like, you know, if you're going to be stubborn, it's all good. You believe what you believe, but yeah. I'm not here to argue with you. Yeah. You know, there's Ain't some no people refs, who are going to... You know, you've been on a court where people argue nonstop, yeah. and then literally it's no pointless. one plays, and people are getting upset. It's like, yeah. check ball, and they just refuse to. Yeah. I'm like, hey, I'm not going to waste my time yeah. with someone who doesn't yeah. want to even have a conversation it's it's pointless at that point in yeah. time i mean you know rules of the court man it's just like you just kind of you gotta be you, you gotta call it fair man because it's gonna come back with yeah. you. you everybody yeah. gotta play defense eventually and everybody yeah. you know what i mean it's just you gotta call it what it is if you play enough games you know that it doesn't matter in the big in the big picture no. you just gotta call, you gotta call it what it is and uh i don't know maybe some young guys just need to learn um yeah. the rules of the court you know what i mean Take yeah. that chain off. Jeez, man. I know, he ain't dude. Barry Bonds. Holy crap, man. <laughs> Seriously. Jeez. Seriously. Uh, uh, anyway. Yeah, back to the series, dude. Yeah, back, back to, to the, the series. series. So that hey, was look. that was a huge play, right? Yeah. I, I At yeah. that point in time, I was pissed, right? When Dylan mm-hmm. Brooks did that, I was just like, dude, like, you, I mean, Josh ja, ja scored 47 points. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, that was just, uh, that was a tough pill to swallow for, for, mm-hmm. for the Warriors. I don't even know what happened. Like, I, the, I guess the Grizz won that game. Yeah, they won by five. I think, I mean, Jaw went nuclear. You know, yeah. he said he scored 47 and he just couldn't be stopped. I think he took control of that whole game. Exactly, yeah. exactly. He made all the game winning plays down the stretch. I'll yeah. tell you that much. Like, exactly. I just remember him literally scoring every single basket that needed to be scored. It was it was a tight game at the end, yeah. but he made all the clutch plays. And it was kind of his coming out party yeah. um, in terms of in the playoffs. Yeah, and 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 deservedly enough, like Ja is a you know a, a talent, a superstar talent that is virtually unguardable, dude. So mm-hmm. any margins that you can have at least on the defensive end to be able to make it difficult for him could make a difference mm-hmm. as the series progressed. So mm-hmm. w- one up after game mm-hmm. two, and yep. you know the squad goes back to the bay, and we match up with the with the Grizz. And there's been a lot of hate. I mean, at that mm. point in time with a lot of the shit talking and a lot of the, mm. the, the hard fouls, you know, with Draymond mm. getting tossed, like there was yep. just a lot of buzz going on bad on the series. Already, man. Man. It was a lot of bad blood, man. I can't remember the last time that the Warriors had this amount of animosity, uh, yeah. you know, towards another team. The only thing I can remember is... Okay, actually, there's a lot I <laughs> think about. It. <laughs> hey, man, you've been in a lot of battles. That's true. Cleveland, uh, <laughs> yeah. Houston with CP. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. And I think that that would be the major ones. Like, any matchups with, like, Dame in Portland wasn't really that, like, that that hectic. Uh, the Clippers, actually. I feel like yeah. there was real animosity between the Warriors and the Clippers when they were. But it just seemed like they brought it off the court, too. The animosity was taken off, like in terms of the the, the quotes that were made after the game. You know, mm-hmm. like it just seemed extra. Social media, you yeah. know, like just seemed like there was another level this time. I think everything was heightened. The fact that GP was out for an extended period of time, and you saw how how bad that it looked. Steve Kerr didn't yeah. really help the situation by kind of mm-hmm. putting it on blast. Uh, you know. Uh, on the press and I do agree with Steve Kerr. I actually felt that there was a code that was broken mm-hmm. and I think the media mm-hmm. kind of made it uh you know worse. I mm-hmm. do I did feel a little salt against uh, Memphis not really kind of relenting or even acknowledging the injury mm-hmm. to GP or even kind of mm-hmm. thinking that it was a, a a bad situation. The fact that they were kind of comparing that foul on the open court with Draymond's flagrant foul actually mm-hmm. kind of caught me a little bit off guard. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, Draymond is very physical and he kind of treads yeah. the line. He's a, he's a habitual line stepper, 
but like there's levels to this you know what i mean like it's Mm -hmm. not you know like again like there's just a universal expectation you don't club someone on the open Mm -hmm. on in the air and i feel like it wasn't apples to apples but Mm -hmm. that's neither near nor there i think if you're in the heat of the series you know you're either in camp a or camp b and that's how it was kind of playing out yeah and you know, let's not let's not forget to mention that Dylan Brooks was suspended for one oh, game. Oh yeah, you're right. Um, so he was suspended for game three, um, and you know the the Warriors basically destroyed them in oh, game yeah, three, <laughs> and they they showed up like the champs that they they are. Mm-hmm. Um, that they took control in game three because that could have been swing game to try to steal that back mm-hmm. for the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think was that the game that Jaw got hurt? Yes. Yeah, that was yes, the game yes. that actually yeah. Jaw did get hurt. Which added more to fuel to the fire because <clears throat> people that don't have didn't follow the series, and I'm sure most of the people that listened to this did, uh, there was a moment in the game that Jordan Poole was going out for the ball and he, you know, I accidentally grabbed Jaw's knee and I guess he was moving one way and he grabbed the other way and that's where is that where he hurt his knee? No, ja? I mean, dude, there's there's Did a he lot heard of spe- it before. There's a lot of speculation in terms of where he could have heard it. Mm, there was like okay. a little closeout that Ja had on Clay, and there was a little bit of like mm. contact there. I remember seeing that too. Uh, I just wasn't sure where this knee injury really originates yeah. from. E- even prior to that, that pull or whatever, mm. uh, there was a little bit of knee to knee contact between mm. Ja and Jordan Poole prior to that. You didn't see Ja react. I think on the closeout, Ja reacted a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I mean, there was a lot of hullabaloo about whether or not Jordan yeah. Poole was, uh, you know, was able to kind of really trigger that whole thing. Yeah. But eventually, and I mean, I hate to jump the the gun here in terms of like the whole mm-hmm. storyline, but eventually it turned out to be like a, a bone bruise with Ja. And I, I don't know, like, is that triggered by like one instance or is that like a, you know, a constant kind of. Like, it, do you build up to a br- bone bruise? You, you, you shared with me I that you, it, you, de- you dealt with a bone bruise before, so I yeah, don't know. Yeah, I did. Uh, I mean, my bone bruise was from one incident. Mm-hmm. Like, someone kneed me in my knee. Mm-hmm. And, like, on a, on a very soft spot, part of mm-hmm. it. And, uh, yeah, I, I feel it right away. I was trying to limp through the, the game that was... I was actually playing in a league game. Mm-hmm. And then I, I finished the game, but I was like, dang, man, this is really bothering me. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, like, okay, once I once the... Once the, the, the normal aches and pains when you get hit mm-hmm. go down, it'll be fine. But yeah, I was out for like three weeks because it just I just couldn't move it like normally. Like mm-hmm. I tried to play the next week because we were in a playoff game mm-hmm. and I just couldn't get the mobility. And I was like, there's no way I can play. I mean, like this is I, I would I wouldn't be able to move laterally. So that was my bone bruise. But I don't know. I don't know about Jaws. I mean, it could be wear and tear or. I mean, uh, at some point he could have hit his knee, and and you know adrenaline is rushing, rushing, yeah. in a game, and you don't feel it the the full effects until honestly after being. A lot of these athletes are like that; yeah. they get hurt in a game, and then later they're like, "Oh shoot, you know this is pretty bad." So just to kind of recap, like a lot of the the narratives, you know, mm-hmm. surrounding that. Obviously, the biggest narrative was, at least coming from Memphis, was Jordan Poole pulling that tug yeah. right. But then mm-hmm. there, cause there's a narrative where Jaws been. <laughs> kind of dealing with uh no jaw has been dealing with a lot of knee issues mm-hmm. throughout the year like he missed a significant amount of time right mm-hmm. with a knee issue uh mm-hmm. it, you know during the season right so maybe yep. there's like a wear and tear kind of kind of deal yeah. right because the way that he plays there's just a lot of yeah. he puts a lot a of torque. stress yeah, yeah. exactly a torque exactly on, on his body so who knows you know yeah 
if that thing was going to be on 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 borrowed time right um and the the other narrative was he was just kind of embarrassed at that point in time he just kind of had to take a time out to be able to kind of deal with it with that said uh i mean who knows when it had happened i think uh and you and i both watch videos from that that doctor on uh, sports doctor on youtube there's been a lot of discussions with you know with you know with folks after that that incident whether or not you can you know with that kind of action really cause that type of damage it depends on where the the placement of the bone bruise is was it inside the knee or outside the knee you know what i mean like will that pull really cause that kind of thing i'm sure it didn't help yeah and at the end of the day like i don't think jordan Poole was trying to be like you know maliciously try to you know get you out of the the series with regards to that no way so as far as I'm concerned, from a Warriors fan's perspective, you know, karma's a little bit of a bitch, you know what I mean? Like, but you also, I think what riled you up is what Ja did after the game. I mean, he tweeted, uh, oh, yeah. broke the code, right? Almost and then he deleted his that. tweet. You're this right. is why uh, I was laughing a little, chuckling a little bit earlier, because, yeah, that added more fuel yeah. to the Flames. Yeah, that did, yeah. actually. Cause... This is why this series is so... Uh, spicy yeah, it's, man it's, it's, it's yeah very spicy exactly i totally almost forgot about mm-hmm. that uh that that situation you actually told me about that because he you're deleted right. his tweet already you're right. i know once you tweet it's forever yeah dude uh, encapsulated but you you updated me i was like what yeah Word? he, he tweeted and deleted so that didn't really help the situation because that mm-hmm. you know that definitely added you know more more flames to the mm-hmm. to the the matchup you know what I mean like mm-hmm. John you don't even know what what you know what happened and you just <laughs> kind of I don't know you're trying to be coy but then that mm-hmm. adds a lot of you know room for for uh, you know kind of trying to understand what the the tweet meant I don't know man that was not a good. Yeah. Well, the fact that he deleted it probably meant he like thought about it, and he was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's not <laughs> you know? good." I don't yeah. know if a PR person from Memphis said something Maybe. about that, or yeah. you know, someone his dad was like, "Yo, shut up." <laughs> uh, but then it comes back to this whole generational thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. As far as I'm concerned, when I remember when I saw that, I was just like, "Dude, you're hurt. Like, you're in the middle of a a, a, a tough." playoff competitive mm-hmm. series right like mm-hmm. why are you tweeting stuff like this like get your head in the game like you know what i mean like why do you need yeah. to have that sort of that that clout <laughs> i don't know you know yeah. like what shot you're john Morant. like you don't you don't have to do this shit you know what i mean like yeah. why i don't get that i feel like there's this new vibe uh, and I, I kind of liken this to Jake Paul, right? Mm-hmm. Where a lot of the young generation likes to play the heel. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know what that is. The heel is just play the bad guy mm-hmm. because it, it, it brings, it, it fuels them in a way. Um, kind of like Kobe liked having that, but he would never speak out like this. Mm-hmm. You know, he would just use like MJ, right? Yeah. He just likes to use that motivation. Yeah. But the younger generation, they're actually speaking on it. They're yeah. actually saying like the older generation, they would just they would play their game and mm. you would see that they're using that for motivation, right? But you would never see them in a press conference or tweet, you know, like any of this stuff because they don't want to give the other team fuel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they know they internalize that fuel and they use it. Yeah. So they're taught, like kind of Tom Brady, right? You know Tom Brady, he's a killer. Mm. But you never see him in a press conference. He's always like, I respect the opponent, blah, 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 mm. you know? 
the normal spiel because he's the leader, right? But now this new generation of leaders, I mean, John Morant is the leader of his team. Like, yeah, he's, he's leading another way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I felt like, uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't, I, I'm learning on the fly mm. about, about this term and, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're it, old it, school, it, bro. He's just adding more bulletin board material for your opponents. Yep. It's just it. I don't know, man. You just play the game. So, needless mm. to say, you know, tweet or not, he had a bone bruise and he wasn't yeah. able to come back, and that really shifted nope. how this matchup uh, kind of yeah. uh, developed. Yeah. And then game four was dicey, actually. Mm-hmm. The the war, well, Steve Kerr got COVID. Yeah, let's not forget that. Dude, Another thing to add to this. This series is so yeah. much drama. Holy shit! I was exactly. He got COVID. Uh, look, COVID is not over, guys. Yeah. COVID's real. Yeah. All right, the coach got COVID. Exactly. You know? um, and he's out for the series, man. He he couldn't coach for the series. Exactly. And that's a big. It is a big blow because. You know, teams are creatures of habit. You know, you build up these habits, and a head coach is a big part of the habit. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the one really organizing everything. Mm-hmm. He understands ebbs and flows of the game. He's mm-hmm. the one that's been with the team making all the calls, you know, timeouts, mm-hmm. rotations. Mm-hmm. He has a feel for the team above yeah. even the assistants, and he's the one that calls the shots. So not having Steve Kerr there, it was a big— Honestly, I do think— that affected some of the results. And I know that what Warriors are well old machines, sure, mm-hmm. right? But at this point, this is the highest level. Dude. You know, you need to be operating all cylinders at the highest level and not having your head coach there does have an impact on Dude, the Dude, any little disruption really shifts how things work, man. And you mm-hmm. you don't you you wanna you wanna listen all of uh, the variables at this point, man. You wanna mm-hmm. decrease all of that and make sure that you can kind of stay consistent as possible yet despite Mm -hmm. that the Warriors still kind of won game four it was an up and down battle they played terrible bro like I I was I was puking uh you know towards the end of the series just because the Warriors were just I don't know the the John Morant kind of not being in the equation kind of changed the Grizzly strategy and it took the Warriors a, a little bit to to adjust to that they put Steven mm-hmm. Adams in there and like they were playing yep. big and they were just beating up on us, dude. Mm-hmm. Just in. Mm-hmm. And uh, at least for game four, it was just kind of like a slugfest, dude. It was just kind of mm-hmm. like, it was just ugly. And the Warriors were barely able to, to, to scoot by and win on a free throw sort of uh, uh, yeah. shooting contest, it seemed like towards the end mm-hmm. uh, with Steph Curry and. I guess if there's anybody that I'm going to take on a free throw kind of uh, mm-hmm. free throw kind of game, I'll take Steph, man. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. game four was a dub. It was three and three one after four you games. Take a commanding lead. You yeah, take dude. a commanding lead with jaw out. You're thinking, all right, let's close this out. Right. Let's game close over. This right. Out. Just, you know, you always say war of attrition. You got to close it out when you can because you just yeah. never know. You play one more game. Anything can happen in yep. that game. Yep. And. It- Wow, did the Warriors drop the ball? Bro, <laughs> they got destroyed. You, it wasn't even close, dude. dude. I tried to watch every minute of the Warrior games, <laughs> dude. And I had a I had to turn it off like you know, halfway into the third quarter. And I'm surprised I even made it past that. Seriously, man, it was that bad. They were all up over fifty at some point. That was gross, mm. bro. Ugh. You know, I knew something was gonna be off that game. You know why? Because I, I had not been following the quotes before the game in mm-hmm. terms of the player interviews because yeah. they obviously get interviewed a lot, right? Yeah. But I, I was on social media and I saw 
uh, Steph uh, responding to like something about a game six. Yeah. And then him saying that, hey, something whooped that trick. Yeah. And I was like, that's very unlike Steph. Yeah. Don't... And I thought that was a, you know, sometimes on social media, you think like people just make stuff up. Yeah. And you're like, nah, that, that doesn't sound like Steph. I was like, nah, that's just someone like trying to get, you know, likes and stuff like that. Yeah. But I was like, no, that was a real quote. Dang, dude. I know. And I was like, dude, that's bad. Like, I just felt a bad omen yeah. about that. I was like, Ooh, I know. That's, that's, I feel like the the Warriors are a little overconfident. Yeah. You know, they were just like playing around. And I was like, ooh, these Grizzlies, yeah. man. I don't think they're going to go out that, like that, you know? You, you took the words right out of my mouth, man. I was just like, don't yeah. do that, Steph. He, he, yeah. he, he, act like you've been there before, man. Yeah. And usually he yeah. does. And yeah, he does. that's why it was unlike Steph. Yeah, man. And that yeah. was, I don't even know what to talk, to say about that game other than it was just ugly. I think it was. A I mean, they were, they were playing whoop that trick, like at the end of the game. And Dre was like waving his towel. It was, I was like, what am I watching right now? I was just like, this is like from the Twilight Zone right here. I think uh, Dre in particular, mm-hmm. talk about being the, what was the term that you, you use? Uh, the uh. villain? Uh, oh, the heel. The heel. The heel. Like, yeah, Dre yeah, definitely yeah. was trying to embrace that at, at that point in time. Yeah. But I think yeah. Dre was trying to, um, to 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 get the confidence of the team there. Like, yeah. he didn't want to yeah. seem defeated at that point yeah. in time. And yeah. at least at the press conference after after that game, he was just like, you know, if you, if you dish it, you got to be able to take it as well. Mm-hmm. So he was just mm-hmm. like, hey, man, you know, I've been, you know, throwing throw you know he was he was flipping the that crowd off a yeah, couple of the games yeah. uh before at that mm-hmm. point in time if we deserved it at that point he was just like all right bring it on so mm-hmm. <laughs> needless to say that was that uh that was not a fun game to, to watch but it, it caught it definitely made you really worried because you know th- then the, the 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 series was three two and you're thinking well if we don't close it out at home you don't yeah, want to go to game seven i mean go. game sevens are are pretty much can be a toss-up sometimes. Exactly. And, you know, Memphis was able to show that they are a threat with or without mm-hmm. Ja, right? Mm-hmm. And people were talking about their record without Ja during the season, and the percentage was, you know, about the same, if not higher, while he was uh, mm-hmm. not playing. So it really makes you concerned whether or not they are be able to sustain that. And, um, you know, the Grizzlies were, were playing their game, which was impressive, but... At least for me, from my perspective, I really was not liking how the Warriors were playing, dude. They they were super careless with the ball. Uh, Even through the last game, they were just, I don't know, man. They just were not valuing possessions. And it was Mm -hmm. incredibly frustrating to to see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, game six was no different. I think the Warriors were careless in many ways in that game. And that was obviously not a must win because you can go to game seven, but you... As you as as we've been talking about, you want to close it out at the home yeah. in your home court. Especially you have all the experience. You don't have Jada. You don't want to give them any more hope. Um, especially coming off such an embarrassing loss. Yeah, dude. Like you got to show up. You can't just <laughs> throw two duds up uh, in a playoff series like that. Yeah. And it was it was touch and go, dude. Throughout the whole game, it was like three for through, through three in like uh, half quarters, dude. It was. It was Mem- back and forth. Dylan Brooks was actually bringing it. Yeah, dude. Dylan Brooks was like he was shooting like Steph Curry out there. Yeah, like he was yeah. he was shoot, he was playing like Kobe for a little bit there. I felt like yeah. he was just like embracing the villain and just kind of hitting all these shots. And mm-hmm. I mean, Memphis was up at some point in the third quarter. Yeah. Like, and, and and to me, it was just kind of like I was frustrated, you know, you because it was just, dude, like 
this is not the warrior team that keeps on saying that they have like you know championship core you know mm. championship dna and all of that stuff if you mm. really are an experienced team you know how important these games are and you come come mm. through value possessions uh mm. and they weren't but mm. you know despite that we were kept in the game by uh kt yeah. man game six clay know, man. man oh my god Whew. legend lives on right dude you know so i was kind of concerned coming into the game just because you know the bad games that clay uh has played this year uh were cases when clay was trying to force the issue right like he yeah. wanted to win so bad or he wanted to do well so bad that he was kind of trying to will or summon this sort of supernatural clay mm. right that we've seen mm. happen before so there was a lot of hype of game six clay coming in and i was just like dude mm. like it either is going to be the real game six clay or is going to be yeah. like you know like you know dark game six clay like bizarro mm. game six clay mm -hmm. and he came up guns a blazing as clay thompson yeah, would and he was dropping his shots and i was thankful to see that because with you know, without that performance and all the turnovers, it wouldn't have been a close game at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, obviously, I watched that game, and right from the start, you could tell he had fire in his eyes. Yeah. You know, it was running through his veins, hot. And yeah, man, came up big, dude. <laughs> game six. I mean, as as obviously as a diehard Warriors fan, knowing the journey of of Clay to have him show up and and live up to the legend that people have made him to be in terms of game six clay that's it's quite it's quite a story man i mean yeah definitely like the last time that he was playing in a game six he was that's where he injured himself you know ah, that yeah, you know yeah. i just want to remind people like he tore his acl and then he tore his achilles on back-to-back -back mm -hmm. seasons dude so to see this dude perform at the highest level in the playoff scenario in a, a tough playoff matchup like this and perform that he did it actually was a beautiful sight to see man you know oddly enough um when he tore his acl it was danny green that hurt yeah. him, right uh danny green also tore his acl in this year's playoffs mm -hmm. uh, mb landed on his knee it was actually looked pretty bad dude, it was pretty gruesome uh, dude it looked really bad um and he tore his acl so weird yeah. weird how the the universe if universe it, works obviously not wishing anything bad on danny green yeah. but it's just yeah weird how things work i'm out, just you saying know? you know what i mean i think i think the takeaway from what you say is like when stuff happens uh, to another player by another player you know that everybody plays this game and eventually you know basketball gods you never just know man so you really don't want to wish any injury on anybody else no, man and no. that's i think essentially the takeaway with regards to this old daddy green this old jaw this yeah. old dylan brooks situation it may seem cool at that point in time where you have an advantage but then yeah no no you know? yeah the basketball gods they yeah. have a weird way of working things around that's exactly sure. exactly uh, Speaking of basketball gods, uh, 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 Kevon Looney played like a basketball god in that oh, game six bro. clincher, dude. Key adjustment, dude. dude. Especially coming from game four and five, where I think the the um, the Grizzlies outworked you guys on yeah. the boards, dude. Like that key adjustment was huge. Yeah, man. and Looney was riding the pine, man. He was. I mean, he was almost kind of played out of the the situation, and I don't know, dude. Like. Sometimes you just need these sort of yeoman's efforts to be able to yeah. to to, to, put, to grind out a win, and that's been mm. a beautiful kind of thing to to see. Like this is like what I enjoy from these. 
the stories, right? Like the Game 6 Clay situation. And then Loon, who actually has an uh, injury-riddled history. Like, he had oh, hip yeah, issues, dude. Yeah. Dude, like, he actually mm-hmm. almost missed a season. Like, he had, like, you know, like a nerve issue on his hip not too long ago. So, for, for me to see him, you know, pull 22 mm-hmm. boards, dude, in a monster effort, closeout game, really, really Incredible. happy for that, dude. Yeah. I mean, this just goes to show when they say, like, you know, you always have to be ready next man up. Yeah. Like, yeah, like every key person on your roster is important. This is why you were upset that GP got hurt. But you just don't know when people can step in and have a huge game when you need it. Yeah. I mean, Looney was running the pine, dude. and this guy came in and tore up the boards. 22 boards? Dude. That's insane, dude. <laughs> 22 boards is a lot, Dude, man. that's a lot. And he was battling Jaron Jackson and like Steven Adams. Dennis Rodman yeah, numbers, dude, man. Exactly. Steven <laughs> Adams is like the strongest player in the nba dude like just like that's a- what's what's that character in game of thrones you shall not pass or whatever like you know like dude looney was not letting anyone grab dude, a board over him Gandalf, <laughs> you know? man. i watched that game and i was like this guy is decided no one's gonna grab a board that's around yeah. him looney know? might look as old as gandalf too man but he's only 27 i know he does <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he's, hey man he's, he's, he's had a lot of injuries exactly, in his career right exactly, <laughs> it's taking exactly. his toll ucla uh but uh yeah man the warriors kind of mm. pulled off that series it's a lot to talk about you know what i mean it was just that you spent 40 minutes talking about this series but there was just a lot I know. to talk about in terms of what happened in that series so the warriors find themselves in the western conference yes. finals wow i don't know i i mean honestly you know it's mm. it's it's a great feeling to to be back in yeah. the western conference finals man it's really job not done though right job's job not done done. Man. <laughs> definitely yeah. not done and uh mm. man it's but it feels good it feels good to get to the western conference yep. finals i mean because it is a war of attrition and this series was a hard-fought battle mm-hmm. uh back and forth very physical so let, let's let's move yeah. forward though like you guys close the series for two and let's talk about Oof. the west all right let's just talk about what you guys who you guys going to be matched up in we just Today is yeah. Sunday, and uh, we had two Game 7s today, but let's talk about the Game 7 that matters Ooh, for the Warriors. Yeah. Um, game 7, Dallas versus the Suns. <laughs> the, Luka versus CP3 and yeah. Booker. And home court for Phoenix. The, the Phoenix was dominant in the regular yeah. season, 64 and 18, first of all the NBA. Yeah. And you're thinking, well, you, you fight this hard to have home court advantage and a game seven scenario this is what exactly. you do all that hard work is what you exactly. want to pay off so you're like we're both in you are both you and i are thinking it's got to be it's going to be a close yeah. game i hope anyways as a, just entertainment yeah. factor yeah. but just like what we talked about for the warriors in game yeah. five was it like they just didn't show up holy crap dude the suns did not show yeah, up dude what they, they lost by like 40 dude. points in a game seven how embarrassing is that i mean no, it was 33 points, but they were down 40. Yeah, they were down, down 40. 40, 40 for sure, whatever. they were down 40 at some point at the game. I think in the first half, they had 27 points. Luka had 27 exactly. points in the exactly. first half. He he almost outscored the whole team. Dude, Luka was just... I mean, I I didn't even see the start of the game. So when I tuned in, it was like almost the end of the second quarter and i was just like what is this is this for real and then luca just went on a barrage of like threes like i i felt like he went for two threes where he just kind of knocked cam johnson down on the top of the 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 key and then he hit another dagger and it seemed like phoenix was just shell-shocked i don't know like they were I, I didn't start, see the start of the game. I didn't even think that CP or Book scored any points in the first half. So, like, what happened there, dude? Did they 
did they run out of gas? Did they? Did, was the pressure too much? You know, there's like, this, what happened. I don't know if you. Rem- I don't know if you remember this clip, but like there was one time where uh, Book was in a um, like a summer run mm-hmm. or something. Like you know, like when they <sighs> train, and then like they doubled Book, and Book was like, "Bro, like what are we doubling? Yeah. You know, in in in, in a in a mm-hmm. rec run yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. while where they're yeah. playing." And then the whole well, the whole joke is like, "Book, maybe you should practice against a double team." <laughs> You know, instead of like just practice your one-on-one movies, because that was what the Dallas Mavericks mm-hmm. did. They like doubled book each mm-hmm. time, and something is up with CP3 in terms of like the last four games or three mm-hmm. games. This man has been averaging nine points. We're talking about a star mm-hmm. player in crucial playoff games, only averaging nine points for the last three games, the three or four games, and this is why the Suns lost. Because let's let's be honest, Devin Booker is a, obviously he's an mm-hmm. all-star, but who runs the mm-hmm. show, who sets the pace, is CP3. Yeah. At age thirty-seven, yeah. and if he can't, if he can't run the show, then Suns got got in trouble. Yeah, man. dude, he he definitely is the one that's running the show, and it just he feels it feels like an another CP three result, right? Where there always yeah. seems to be something that happens, and it always ends mm-hmm. up in disappointment for CP. And CP is one of the great greatest NBA point guards to ever play the game. It's not I mean, people call him point exactly God. right. Let's just put it out there. Not a big CP fan, but I give respect yeah, where respect uh. is due. But I mean, time and time again, there always seems to be some new development that comes up whenever you know, whenever it's time to to win some games. And unfortunately for them, they didn't show up for Game Seven, and it was just a blowout. I wonder how Phoenix is yeah, feeling. It, Jeez, dude, you gotta be pissed off as a Suns mm-hmm. fan to just not show up you know if you lose a close game and you fought your heart out I get that you know you're just like dang man you know um, sometimes you zig and you, you, you instead you're supposed to zag and you just you know some crucial plays but to get beat by 30 plus points is just embarrassing <laughs> you know you just didn't show up you just they didn't, didn't show, show up, up at you know? all and yeah. I mean you know I mean they had their full squad if you're out there you're playing you know, you you should be good to go, and they were that. I mean, even after the game, I think Monty was asked like, "Oh, how come uh, Aiton didn't play any like second half mm-hmm. minutes?" And you know what he said? It's internal. Ooh. Ooh, that's tough. He's a man. free agent some, too, dude. Something brewing. I know exactly. Dude. He is a free agent. This is. It'll be interesting to see how the Suns move forward in the mm-hmm. offseason. Um, but that's, I guess, that's their problem. And CP3, another another year aging. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it so, only gets harder, know, man. man. We, I know you and I said in the beginning of the season, this feels like a very Suns redemption type mm-hmm. of season because they lost in the finals mm-hmm. last year and they were they were clicking on all similars this year. But man, did they come up short in a game seven against Luka. And let's move forward to this matchup. Um, you know, since we're, we're going to mm-hmm. wind down on this episode, it's the Mavs versus the Warriors in the Western Conference Oof. Finals. How do you feel about that Who would matchup, have expected bro? that as the se- whole season progressed? I know. People were saying yeah. other teams would be here, you know, at the start. Utah, yeah. right? Utah was talked very highly of, you know, <laughs> obviously the Suns. Yeah, exactly, right? You know, uh, Memphis was riding high. You got Dylan Brooks calling them a dynasty at the start of the season. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's not let's not give much credence to, credence to what <laughs> I'm Brooks just saying. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> who would have thought that this is the Western Conference Finals matchup? With that, especially, yeah. Well, let's just mention this. Uh, Porzingis was traded oh, yeah, this season. Right. So, like, a lot of people were like, well, the big two, mm-hmm. you know, are gone. So, how much people weren't giving Mavs a shot because they're like, well, Luka doesn't have a sidekick. Yeah. But 
I don't know. (laughs) He's here right now, and I don't know if he needs a sidekick because the way that he played today, man, that dude could Mm -hmm. carry a team to the promised land for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, man, uh, as, as unsurprising as it may seem, it actually is a really, really interesting matchup. Like, and obviously I'm going to give my, my Warriors take on it, but it's just, mm-hmm. it's actually the NBA. And I told you this, right? The NBA loves like, you know, mm-hmm. these single first name basis type of players, man. And this mm-hmm. is gift wrapped and packaged for, you know, the casual fans consumption. You get Steph and then you get Luca. You know, for mm-hmm. all the marbles to go to the NBA Finals, man. And, yep. you know, p- get your popcorn ready because you got fireworks yeah. that are up and ready to go. I agree, man. It's going to be fireworks. You got the biggest names in the game. I mean, Luca is, you know, he is actually battle tested. You know, as much as, like, you know, the Grizzlies, they weren't really battle tested. Um, this is the first time, but Luca's been battling a lot of heavy hitters in his career already. I mean, he played the Clippers in a really yeah, tough Yeah, I remember series. that. That um, was his kind of coming you know, out party, if you really think was. about it. I mean, he, he destroyed the Clippers. Like, and we're talking about, like, going against all-world defenders. Mm-hmm. And he destroyed the Clippers. Like, no one could check him, Next, dude. No one, no one still can check him. Kawhi was having a hard yeah. time. PG was. He was. That's why people were, like, even before the series, people were saying the Clippers are going to shut this yeah, guy down. exactly. But, man, did he take the Kawhi Marcus Morris, who's obviously also not a bad yeah. defender, too, in his own right. Like, he just took these guys to school. And they tried to punk him, yeah. too. They really tried to punk him. And, like, you know, like, old vet team, just, like, be mm. physical and... I mean, this this kid knows how to use his body, you know? So, I mean, Luca is definitely, you know, the primary, the, the head of the snake of that that team. Mm-hmm. But there's also a lot of unexpected talent like Jalen Brunson. Uh, mm-hmm. And you have Powell out there. Tim Hardaway Jr. is injured right now, but, you know. I wonder if he can make a comeback. I haven't looked into it, but. Yeah. Um, all, all I saw was he was listed out for Game 7, but I don't it's, know. Who knows? And Spencer right. Dinwiddie is doing his old Jordan Poole yeah. kind of deal over very there. Very much so. He is their Jordan exactly. Poole, actually. He is very much that Jordan exactly. Poole. Exactly. So, you know, Dallas definitely is scary. I mean, when you have an all-world player like Luka, it's going to be mm-hmm. a really, really tough challenge. But the way I see it, the Warriors have, you know, played against all-world talents like, you know, Jokic. Yes. LeBron, John Morant, like I, you're just, inevitably if you're gonna you know play for all the marbles, you're gonna have to play against these all world talents. So let's get it on and see what happens. I think it's you know now the Warriors have home court surprisingly, yes, right, like mm-hmm. throughout the playoffs, like f- for the remainder of the playoffs, because all of the other teams you know uh, that have ho- better records than them are out. Like it's just it's gonna be interesting, man. Yeah, you're right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, but this series is going to, like you said, there's a lot of interesting parts that play with it. I think it's going to be a very different series in the Memphis series oh, because Luca plays at a pace that is very different than Jaws, right? Even though Jaws missed the end uh, of the game, the uh, last couple mm-hmm. games, but the, the Memphis Grizzlies play a very helter-skelter type of pace, just up and down in your face. Mm-hmm. I think Luca controls the pace in a different exactly. way. Exactly. Um, he picks people apart. You know, he they spread the floor with shooters like Reggie Bullock, you know, um, Jalen Brunson, Spencer Dinwiddie, Maxi Kleber, mm-hmm. Davis Vuittons. Mm-hmm. You know, these guys can shoot. So, you know, Luca's gonna have his chance to pick up, pick up, pick apart the Warriors 
in these pick and rolls and stuff like that. He'll well, try to get the matchup. So it'll be interesting to see how the Warriors try to defend Luka. We'll see, man. We had GP covered. Who do you think is going to check? I know. <laughs> yeah, if GP's not there, who do you think is going to check Luka? Uh, that's what. You know, they were talking about this on Inside the NBA. Um, mm-hmm. um, and I thought about it even prior to, to seeing that. But I think Andrew Wiggins is going to be the point person. And he's been, I mean, he's mm-hmm. been our guy being the primary defender on the top talent. Like, Wiggins was checking Jokic. You know what I mean? For a little bit. I know. <laughs> um, so, primarily Wiggins. But I do feel like uh, J- JK, John- Jonathan Kaminga, might have some minutes against Luka. Mm-hmm. Which might be suicide for the Warriors. Because JK's 19. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, man. He might be built for the moment. I think physically, mm-hmm. from a size, strength, and just athletic standpoint, I think he could give mm-hmm. Luka a little bit of a, a different look. Right? Um, and I mean, no one's going to stop Luca. Let's just, let's just put it out there right now. So I think it's just, yeah. you know, it's going to be, you just want to make it difficult. Exactly. So, and I think make him earn those. Baskets. So it might be a Jonathan Kaminga series. Uh, he, mm, he got some opportunities and he didn't really capitalize it on it that much in the last series, but mm. I don't know. This might be another chance. We might need him, man. Yeah. I told you, this is fascinating. Just watching his growth and seeing him. Uh, put in these positions mm-hmm. because yeah they're very high leverage high intensity situations mm-hmm. for a 19 year old kid so uh look there was another 19 year old kid that <laughs> you know was thrust into a, a very tough situation kobe and he learned a lot hey, from man. it you know four air balls against the utah jazz series so hey he's a legend now so i don't want not to I don't wanna compare, do... compare kaminga but i'm just saying like these are high leverage yeah. positions to be put on a 19 year old yeah. kid and the fact that he's being put in that he's learning a lot so it's cool to see it you know, it's very exactly. cool to see it. And they're going to make mistakes. Let's just know. There's no, when you're 19, you're going to make mistakes. Exactly. So very, very excited about this series, dude. I'm super yeah, pumped about it's, it. Can't wait to see game one Wednesday. Yeah, exactly. So I I mean, we'll see what happens. Throw the ball up. Let's, let's play. Start it on the main game one. See what happens, man. I know you're nervous about game one because you're like, just don't dude, drop game war one. War of attrition, man. You never know what <laughs> yeah. could happen. You never know what could happen on any given game. But you know what? I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm trying. I'm trying to stay positive. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Given where the Warriors have been the past couple seasons, I'll take where we are right now. I feel like, yeah, you know what? House money. That's the mentality at this point. Because no mm-hmm. one had thought that we would be here. At, you know, uh, at yep. you know, at this point, like, so everybody was thinking Suns Grizzlies. So hey, you know what? You're here. Capitalize on the the opportunity, and we'll see how far we go. And I, I know you're going to save your ever moment, even though each game kind of, <laughs> you, you probably lose more hairs. But look, to be here again, to be on this stage, Western Conference Finals, um, yeah, you want to capitalize while you're here, but also savor the fact yeah, that you are. Yeah, dude. You know, uh, sure. Because it's not guaranteed, bro. bro. It's not guaranteed, bro, man. tell me about it, man. Tell me about it. Okay. So let's see, man. Get your popcorn yeah, ready. That's see. what All we right. said so the Wednesday, last series, and it yeah, sure as hell came, ha- came into fruition. Delivered. So... Mm-hmm. We'll see. Hey, man, this is why we watch these sports, man. I know. I know. It's exciting. And just to end this episode, we're not going to make any predictions, but we will say on the other side, the Eastern Conference, the Heat are playing, um, dude, uh, Celtics. 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 Sorry. Brain fart for Celtics. And, uh, you know, Giannis came up short in a game seven. But, yeah, I mean, he didn't have his sidekick. So, 
it was hard to overcome the mighty Celtics. So be excited to see how who comes out of the East and see what happens in the West. Yeah, dude. And we'll we'll keep talking about it. The, bro. They're we'll compelling stories, it. man. These these teams very compelling. Like, you bro. know what I mean? All of yeah. these matchups are, are are compelling. All of these teams have a legitimate shot of going all the way. You know what I mean? I'll tell you what. This Celtics and Miami series is gonna be a dogfight, man. These are two like teams that defensively are like you know juggernauts exactly. for sure. So whoever gives a birth to the finals in the East is going to give the West, whoever comes out of the West, a lot of problems. Att- too, attrition sure. will be the situation, man. Mm-hmm. I think that's what always mm-hmm. de- determines these. Because you know what? If if mm-hmm. Giannis had Middleton, it might we might be talking different. No, differently, yeah. if Ja was yeah. healthy, we yeah. might be talking differently. Exactly. You know what I mean? Who knows? If CP yeah. were but healthy. Actually, see, <laughs> well, he was playing, man. If you're playing, you're healthy, bro. <laughs> I don't know. He was wor- working through something, uh, but yeah, you know what I mean. You never know, so that's always yeah. what happens. So I got my fingers crossed and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like the next time we record, I guess we'll probably some games will be underway yeah. already, and we'll have a lot to talk about. So we want to thank you guys for listening. You know, you, you can follow us our socials in our description link below. Yeah, get your popcorn ready, right? Get your popcorn It's in the microwave, bro. Yeah, yeah. So, we'll we'll talk to you guys soon. And thank you for tuning in. Peace. Peace.